<laughs> oh, that's loud. What is that? Yeah. This is the only way we can actually really start the show. Oh, you need you need the real audio. Yep. It's sure. May tenth, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. And I'm Yannick. And we haven't figured out how to play audio for ourselves yet. <laughs> you need your soundboard. You need. We need to get every week. We are progressing. We're getting more, more legit. Slowly, better and better and better. And all it took us was forty-one minute delay this week. Fantastic. Oh, I can't keep doing this. <laughs> hey. Guys, we're Pixels Remarkably Weekly, complicated. I didn't do the intro right. We're Pixels Weekly, a weekly video game podcast to make you smile. But um, how do we normally start off the show? Now, right? Everything is shifted now that we're streaming. We don't know. Yeah. It feels like everything is just feels broken and piecemeal, and uh, but at the same time, fun. You know, It's yeah. all brand new. Also, it says 9 p.m. Eastern. It's actually 9.42, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll get better. Exactly. Nine-ish. Nine-ish. We'll get better. Nine-ish. Um, <laughs> Nine-ish off by 42 minutes. Yeah, that's fine. That's Classic you know, us. Ish. Classic uh, New York. In I've New never York, had to worry about what kind of shirt I'm wearing on stream before, but now I feel suddenly... Un- I know. I'm in, like, my pajamas, and I'm like, I should have worn Hi. something else. Hi, me. Hey. I'm just realizing that I'm not on frame and everything, but hey. Yeah, I know. Besides, something besides, besides, Sandy, you're also not centered. That's fine. We're all just. No, I'm never centered. Fine. I live my He's life. <laughs> I live my life on the edge of the camera. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Always well, on the edge. for uh, people who are joining us on Twitch, uh, or maybe you're seeing this on YouTube, um, we're Pixels Weekly. We're a weekly video game podcast, and and we usually. Are covering stories in the news and sharing uh, what's going on in the world of esports and Super Nintendo and Atari Twenty Six Hundred. No, it's not mostly. It's mostly new stuff, isn't it? Oh, damn! It is. Damn. This week there's new stuff. <laughs> this week there's new stuff. There's new stuff Number, this week. Uh, yeah. So, who wants to kick us off? I have uh, I have come out of a uh, of an overwhelming experience a few minutes ago, a few hours ago. So I can start with that. Um, no. I played Prey today. Whoa! And uh, Prey came out last week um, on May fourth, I believe, if my calendar is correct. Fifth. And, um, May the fourth? No, May the fifth. May fifth. It came out with Friday. Friday fifth. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Can we talk about if people? Uh, I know people haven't seen it on Twitch yet, but our current listeners. Have they seen you do your lightsaber battle? Because very oh, dramatic. That was very exciting. super dramatic. <laughs> that was super. That was awesome. Yeah, it was. I posted this on my Instagram last week. And um, during May the 4th, uh, uh, the company I work with, uh, I work at, uh, did a little event, um, a little after work event where we would get people literally dressed up in cosplay, Star Wars cosplay, and bringing us extra lightsaber for us to play with and not only they were just giving us flyers f- lightsaber which is in itself awesome um i mean they bored us we had to give them back oh, okay. but they were like, also they gave you lightsabers that's incredible that yeah, amazing so they, they did not they're, do that they're and, and they're the lightsaber looked i mean at least you know they were 
they, you could turn them on and off. They didn't look like super like fidelity, high fidelity to the real models. But uh, all the people out there, there was like 10 of them that came over to our office and gave us a little, a little introduction to the discipline that they are to the discipline that they are working, uh, that they are playing with every Friday at the Recreation Center in Manhattan. Oh, so and, these people uh, are really... Oh, they are legit. Really doing it. Yeah, There's so a whole thing produce... where you can learn how to become a Jedi Master, and it's like for free, and you just meet up in one area, and you learn how to fence sword fight. And so I talked to... Um, can you I guys, to one can of you guys the main, hear the cough? Uh, I... Was able to hear one. Okay. <laughs> All right, my girlfriend is sick this week, so if you hear coughing on Kim, well, I mean, we'll, we'll apologize. We'll we'll definitely excuse her on that. It's, yes, we've exactly. all been there. We've all been there, especially in the last month. Um, but they so they came over for a little bit and they uh, gave us a little um, introduction to their discipline, and which is pretty much setting up a dance. So they have moves. Apparently, what they said is that to remember, and in terms of dances it's a lot of improv and so for them to for them to really uh for them to really remember and to really have a certain choreography they have a dan- they have a move they have a combo for each letter of the alphabet so that they can easily tell each other okay we're doing b we're doing c we're doing o we're doing q and so they gave us the first two letters a and b and then they give us another set of basics uh the rebound the x the parry the you know the hold um and at the end they gave us 15 minutes with our partner so i was with another coworker, and we worked on a choreography ourselves with what they taught us and um and it was super fun all the groups there was about like like half like a dozen of people a dozen of um um, uh, dances that were um, that were displayed at work at the end, and and mine was yeah on on tape. I asked one of my friends to to put it on tape, and so I could share it. And it was very intense and like very physical. And they showed us some of their skills. Oh man, like some of them were I are working on this. I've been mastering this, I should say, for five years. And and you can see the skills. Like they they are just dancers. They're really reproducing really well, like made lightsaber combat. Um, it's impressive. It's, that, that's super cool. I, when I saw you do it, I was like, "Wow, Yannick! It looked like you had practiced it." <laughs> it was, it was, it was fifteen minute practice, and it was terrible. And actually, one part of the move, I kind of forgot. And uh, well, your cameraman you let see... you down because he shot you at an angle where, when you died, it was clearly just <sighs> he had he had one job. We were like, one "Remember job. to take us from the audience angle at the end." And then you can do all kind of like angle at first, but then you have to put yourself on the other side so that you we have the the special effect of the lightsaber literally going through my body. And no, he took it from the other angle when you see the lightsaber. Anyway, he was like, "What?" So, As he just got you. <laughs> that one job, that one job he had. Um, so that was really fun. But something else this week that I that I did that I played was pray. Uh, I wasn't planning on on playing it last week, honestly, and I kind of. Uh, drifted away from any sorts of beta alpha that they released um, early 2017 and everything. Um, I heard about the the, the great great um, the great uh, I would say expectations that people had uh, of this game, and uh, I guess the the fact that I went and saw the creative director of uh, one of the creative director of Arcane Studio at the NYU Game Center. 
Uh, I remember telling you guys about this two weeks ago. I guess part of me being closer to Arkin Studio made me really want to try their new game. Mm. And uh, so praise, yeah, so praise edited by uh, Bethesda, produced by Arkin Studio. And uh, man, I mean, yeah, it's, it's an overwhelming start. So basically you are this man who is uh, waking up in his apartment And uh, you quickly realize that this apartment and everything around you is just, uh, it's just fictional. And it's yeah. just for you to, and you just realize that you're a lab rat. And just when you realize that you're a lab rat, everything goes down south. Um, there is some sort of an infection. There's some sort of alien taking over uh, the, the lab you're in. And, uh, and yeah, I played like an hour and a half. And um, it's oh, there is a lot of aspect of this game that you that you discover really quickly, and I only honestly felt overwhelmed when I turned off my my PC and went when had dinner before we started recording this show. Mm. Um, but it's really promising. It's beautiful. And uh, one thing I have to mention though, and after that I want to hear you, Ryan. But do not have any sort of software called Duet Display if you want to play this game because um, I had to uninstall it to have my game running. Um, On the well, first I'm playing on Xbox, screen. so I didn't. Oh, like, you're playing on Xbox. Thing. There we go. No, on PC, I'm talking. Yeah. And so, um, du duet display is the iPad as a second screen, right? Yes, and uh, I've never had any issues with it. And uh, I started post. I started doing my research, and on the Prey Reddit, it looked like a couple people had uh, issues with with duet display, and and I thought just disabling it would make it work. No, you have to uninstall it from your machine. From your, so they're probably gonna. Pray or do a display are probably going to come up with a patch soon, but mm. I just had to uninstall it for a little bit. Um, that was one thing. I was like, I bought a $60 game. It's been a while. I haven't bought a new franchise, and now you're telling me it's not working on my brand new PC? <laughs> False alarm. It was just the software uh, messing up with it. Crazy. That's weird. Do you like it? Um, man, I'm not that far in. I've only played literally maybe an hour an hour and a half of it but it has um sandy i guess this is the most this is one of the biggest things for you this has uh bioshock written all over it mm -hmm. that's <laughs> um, what i was hearing it's like it's very bioshock it's very there's a funny post on reddit on the gaming thread that says pray and praise xed out and it says dishonored but in a creepy space setting yeah yeah it definitely has that sort of vibe about it where um it seems like they just took like dishonored and bioshock and uh, and kind of maybe a little bit of wolfenstein and but just like mashed all this stuff together um in a way that could end up being very good It's too early for me to tell right now. I know that uh, one thing I like about it is video games tend to, um, as, as us video game players know, they tend to take the same asset. Like, you know, you make one chair and then all over a space station or whatever will be the same chair over and over and over again, right? Well, the bad guys in this game, or at least the initial set of bad guys, can hide themselves as any sort of inanimate object. And so, which, first of all, is really great, right? Because it fills your brain with paranoia of, yeah, like, like, anything super paranoid. could be it. You're like, did, what did I hear? Um, oh, it's just a chair. It's and a when chair you forget, that's going to kill me now. Uh, yeah, and when you forget, it yeah. punishes you. Yeah, it totally punishes you. But the, the two things I really love about that is, number one, 
great excuse for video games, which are usually like reality breaking in terms of how they have to reuse assets where you're like two of the exact same plate. Unlikely. Um, but secondly, there's been already very early on very smart clues and opportunities for you to go. I think I know one of these things is a bad guy before it exposes itself as a bad guy. So you walk into like a main hall after getting something called the glue gun. Um, and there's like a mop, a wet floor sign and two buckets. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I don't think I there it. needs to be two buckets here. <laughs> and and there, I went into like a bathroom that would look like it was being clean. And there was a vase and a vase on the floor. Perfectly standing up and still. And I was just like, do you think? And sure enough, I just whacked it with the wrench and it was <laughs> one of those guys. But like it really, I really hope they continue to do this throughout the game. But it really rewards you for like paying yeah. attention. It really And you does. pay. Have you noticed also if you enter a new room after a, a sliding door opens, the uh, object that are, I will, I want to say, possessed. Um, yeah. Or that are mimicked because the enemies are called mimic. They're the small spiders that transform into objects. If you enter a new room, you see the objects that are possessed move. At least that's that's oh, what I had. Cool. You see you see it move. You see it like like flinch a little bit. So I agreed. There are some signs where you're like, why is there two trash cans next to each other? But I remember entering a bar where there was a lot of chairs on the floor. It was a little bit chaotic and. And I enter, and I immediately see a chair on the right and a chair on the left. There is nothing more satisfying than running to us. Like, I'm going to get you. And you use the, what's it called? The melee weapon? What, uh, what do they call it? Oh, I don't know. I just, I call the, it the, the wrench. The clamps? The, the, ran- the, the, the wrench, yeah. Um, you use the wrench, and you, like, just literally sprint at it. It's like, I got you, bro. I got you. I know where you are. I know where you were. And you're like, it's yeah. so satisfying. You, you literally kill them right away. Um but I love this aspect also of them. Like I said, I've never played Dishonored 2, but I, I had the words of the creative director uh, in my head. Uh, I forgot his name now. Harvey, right? What was what, his first name? Um, Harvey Feierstein. Yeah. And he had, <laughs> no, no, he I don't had know a... And he had a... Um, he had a quote. He was like, we always want you to, you know, get into a flow and into a room where there's always many possibilities for you to solve and progress and move forward and so very early into the game you have a person talking to your voice com um as always in many games it's someone that you don't know you don't know why they they, they talking to you and yeah. uh don't wait very don't, this, this might be about to be exposed for me what is <laughs> oh okay <laughs> what are you gonna i don't me? know i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm way far no no i'm saying that they, they tell you early on that you know there's many ways for you to pass this door you can oh, get yes. the keychain but i'm sure you can get creative and um and you're like oh my god okay this is like Arkin Studio right here telling you how to telling you that there's never one way. Um, so yeah, a paranoia, anxiety, sometimes like jump scare. Um, it's been a while I haven't been scared with a video game, so it feels good, and it it gave me the adrenaline. I wasn't I was like running around, I was like I'm gonna get them all, I'm gonna kill yeah. them all. They won't they won't let me be scared or anything. Um, so yeah, and I played an hour and a half. I was like, oh, okay. There's this whole aspect of recycling whatever you find, like lemon peel or banana. Yeah, peel I haven't gotten to like using that stuff yet, but that that also feels very sort of 
Bioshock, right? Where you're just like, yeah. potato chips, wires, wrenches, like, give me everything yeah. and everything, you know? Like, it, it, that is, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping, because I know, I know, Sandy, you like Dishonored very much, but I'm not, like, in love, in love with the Dishonored franchise. And I'm hoping that it is not super go wherever you want. I hope it's more like you can sneak through this or you can really go ham on it. And, like, those are basically the two options because it could be a really cool, like, linear narrative experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cool. Can't wait to see more. I want to know nothing about it because I have to wait until I get back to play it. No. Back from what? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, next week I'm going to Italy. Yay! Uh, la mozzarella. Uh, la mozzarella. That's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah, that's like that's all that I'm going to Italy for. It's some mozzarella and mozzarella. A bad accent. That's uh, and a bad accent. Yeah, you don't need it. We have the bad accent. You're good. Hey, this is not a political <laughs> show, but I want to personally give a shout out to France for not oh, hey. screwing up their election. Yeah, it or just, it doing just, what we couldn't. Yeah, it just um, there's there's hope in the world. I know. Yep, and they were all like, "Oh, now they have Trudeau and they have Macron and we have ours." That's what the tweets were about tonight. That was funny. Uh yeah, full of hope. Uh, it's 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 a good you know it's a good um, it's a good time of like sunny sky in a in a very cloudy uh, cloudy times, but. Uh, we'll see what they what he makes of his job. You know, it's all comes down to that over there. There's a lot of complexity in the situation. So definitely happy. Um, but definitely being happy. in charge of a country is complex. It's easy yeah, peasy I don't know. for most he, people. He's the youngest president, right? Uh, after yeah. Napoleon. After Napoleon. <laughs> well, Does he Na count Napoleon, Napoleon as a dictator? President. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. That they were saying that there is like he's the youngest leader after Napoleon in uh, in France, uh, like all republic uh, together. But yeah, he's the eighth of the fifth uh, republic, and uh, and definitely the youngest. Yeah, by far. Hmm. That's cool. Interesting. Shout out, Interesting. Sandy. Hit so, me with some news. Speaking of hope, let's crush it. Crush uh, hope. Let's talk. Crush Hope. Let's talk uh, racism and sexism in esports. Oh, always my favorite topic. I know Ugh. it kind of it kind of sucks. Well, this one is it's kind of interesting. This is an article that I was reading on Mike. dot com, and it wait Mike. dot com is a thing. Mike. dot com. Yep. They're like a okay. culture mashable kind of. I don't even question it anymore. Of course, Mike. dot com. <laughs> And the headline of this is uh, racist and sexist behavior in esports is exposing what regular gamers experience every day. Mm -hmm. So unless you're, you know, a white guy, sorry, guys, uh, <laughs> pretty much this is aimed at everyone who's not a white guy because everyone always has something to say. So some of the like high profile um, stories that they talk about, we talked about last week. The Toronto esports player Matt Vaughn, who went on that crazy racist uh, rant, and he mm -hmm. got let go of his team. Then in uh, South Korea, there was an Overwatch player who said, "I'm gonna check out those pants when I'm getting interviewed," 
And then he wrote, whoa. And then I want to explore that interviewer girl's thighs. So that's always fun and charming. And this is something that he said about a female reporter. And the list just goes on and on. And this is something that we've been talking on and off um, this past year. But the one thing that I found interesting was one bit of it. This guy is at his girlfriend's aunt's sister's cousin's house. I don't know. And they were playing with her nephews and then little kids, 9-11, who play video games. And then they start spewing anti-Semitic jokes and laughing about Hitler. And he's like, you guys know that that's wrong, right? And they had no idea that what they were saying was incorrect because they were watching Mm. a YouTuber who streams Minecraft. And you know, kids love Minecraft. And he kept saying all these things. They thought it was normal. So then they, in turn, started doing that. Well, this is what we had talked about when we talked about this sort of pootie pie stuff and where that all went, which is, yeah, you you can claim that your content is for adults and all this sort of stuff, but you're playing Minecraft. I mean, that's, I don't want to say Minecraft is a little kid video game. But Minecraft is certainly a game popular with younger kids. And when you have no way of controlling what your audience is, which is essentially what the internet is, right? Correct. You can't, you have to be responsible for someone of any age that sees it unless you're putting the proper gating mechanisms in place. Um, and, and now here we have an example of somebody who, to them, this is probably the first time they've ever heard a joke about these things. And they just go through assuming, hey, this is something that's okay to joke about. And it really isn't, right? No, it's it's not. And that's that's kind of the thing that's interesting. It's like, should esports go out of their way to reprimand and penalize those players? But this kind of toxic behavior has existed within the community yeah. for a long time. And can they do something to kind of change and evolve from that without it being kind of, like, creepy. And that's the part where we're kind of struggling with it now. So the fighting game community, super diverse, but you still don't see that many women playing fighting games. They're racially diverse, that's awesome, but women kind of have... Um, this separate little section where they're trying to grow their own scene. You have Smash Sisters where they do crew battles and it's just for women, by women. Mm -hmm. And then the question is, is that kind of thing what should be done? Like women's only event, like safe spaces? Or how can we create the... How can we get the community to be a little bit more inviting to allow this to kind of go in? And I think with the fighting game scene, at least when I've gone to tournaments, I haven't actively played in the tournaments because I suck. But no one's been like, oh, my God, she's a girl. No one's been, like, that crazy. It's like, oh, yeah, she's just, like, a normal person just hanging out because she's in New York City. It's totally fine. But is that same thing going to happen somewhere else, like Idaho or Texas or California or something like that? Where is this 
as welcoming as we want it to be? That's a good question. I don't know. And I always side on, like, I think safe spaces, the concept of them sounds very good. But I think in practice, um, it's always more constructive instead of sectioning people into their own sections um, to make sure everybody is on the same page as each other. I would much rather teach the other people how to behave and that Nazi jokes aren't funny than, you know, or or that saying inappropriate things about women is not good than to just say, okay, women, these people can't handle you, so we need to give you your own special you know, right. space. And I think that that's like, in a weird way, how... We could get we can our famous quote. We could do a whole episode about this, but <laughs> um, you know the internet in so many ways has become that, right? Where you're allowed to just be in a space where you're only getting ideas and things that reinforce your worldview, and not only does that mean that it, it does mean that you're protected in a way, but it also means the education about what's important is not getting to the other groups. So right. I, I, I say, you know, fighting game community, if there's toxicity there, or esports community, if there's toxicity there, teach your, quote-unquote, athletes, <laughs> teach your athletes that it's not okay and this isn't going to be accepted in your community rather than trying to make special provisions. Yeah, I think with... The FGC, at least, because they've gotten older and a lot of them have families and they do different things. Like, not every pro player is also just a pro player. They have actually nine to five jobs and they mm-hmm. they do things. They have a different kind of opinion of the world. So they're like, if you want to come in and play, come in and play and we'll teach you how to play because the only way you'll get better is by getting bodied and by going on and on if you try to do that in like a dota game or here's the store game everyone's like uninstall the game you noob and it's like yeah like why i just i just want to get better i can't (laughs) get better if you won't let me play the game right because of the sound of my voice like grow up couldn't agree more with you sandy could not agree more Mm -hmm. i haven't said a lot but um uh, it's it's those kind of topics that make me feel uncomfortable, and I even yesterday was staring at the some of uh, the Gears of War uh, esports tournament happening in Paris. Not the biggest crowd out there, not 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 the biggest event, but it was still striking me that the um, opposing teams were facing each other, just separated by a line of screen. It was a smaller production than your Dota tournaments or even even Evo tournaments. Um, but they were facing each other, and every time they would win a round, they would, like, trash talk at each other and, like, stand up and look you mm-hmm. know, over the screen and, like, trash talk at each other in a really vicious way. And even the people I was watching it with, I wasn't, it's one of my friends who I was chatting with on Discord. I was like, oh, check this out. I mean, this is really fucked up. It makes me feel uncomfortable. And we all know that video game are the way for us to relax. But in a lot of times, people, you find yourself seeing the worst coming out of you or coming out of people playing video games um, for reasons that I would want to know more about. Um, 
but it's it's you know it's happened and the only thing that you want to know is is if those people have a name those people make a name for themselves throughout esports you want to i always want to hear the full piece of news i want to know what they did and i want to know how they got sanctioned if sponsors got rid of them and um and i want to see a tolerance tolerance zero kind of policy where anything like this you know, get banned. You uh, goodbye. I, there's plenty of players like this. There's plenty of people that want to be at your spot. You know, same thing goes for real sports. Like, there's plenty of people that want to take your spot. If you're yeah. not able to handle it, just bye bye. And you know, we won't miss you. And uh, and you have as much as video games, like I said, show the worst of you. And and you're behind a screen. And you know, it's it's not always a yeah, an environment toxic. Yeah, it's yeah. not always an environment that remember remind you that you have to be a that you have to be a person like like in society like in uh, behaving in a correct manners. Um, but if you're not, if you're not, you know, if you're not behaving well, just out, of, you know, out of here, out of here for me. I think trash talking is fine. Trash talking is kind of like. Um, well, you think your football player like, you trash talk no I'm just kidding <laughs> I, I, yeah I'm, I'm a real life troll like I think that's fine because it's kind of like boxers coming face to face and like I'm gonna kick your ass and no sure. I'm gonna kick Show your loading. ass and kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like that kind of stuff is totally fine but the second you start bringing in like protected classes yeah you know gender race sexual orientation whatever mm-hmm. I think that's where the line draws. You can say you suck because, you know, you've got two left hands, fine. But the second is like you suck because you're brown, then it's like, okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like yeah. shut shut it down. Okay. And I it, that's a, a weird balance because up until recently we haven't had to say, hey, check yourself because it's always been rampant. And unless you have allies saying hey, that's not funny, then people are going to keep doing it. Like the little kids, they didn't know what they were saying was wrong until someone told them, hey, this is wrong and here's why. Like you have to have these difficult conversations with adults, with children, and go, this is not okay and here's why. And the, the big teams have to do the same thing. Like this is not okay and here's why. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Hope you learned a lesson out there. Learn. I don't think it's going to be a while. <laughs> yeah, it'll, take them, it'll take them a while. All right, we're, yeah. we're, we're, look at this, guys. We, we're, we're streaming. We're hitting stride. All three of us haven't even done news yet, and we're halfway through the show. Can you believe it? I don't know. That's oh, snap. <laughs> we're having a good episode. People love the inside baseball about the episodes. Hey, you want to talk about something weird and, and, but, and fun and not sexism? Hit me up. Always. They announced some Zelda DLC. Oh yeah, more. Finally, what was gonna be in it? Well, no, they are the you, you DLC <laughs> pack one DLC. Pack I was one like, is more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> I wish. Uh, so uh, for Zelda players, you're about to in summer 2017, which is probably as specific as Nintendo would ever get. Uh, you will be getting a travel medallion. And a travel Ooh. medallion allows you to create a fast travel spot wherever you stand. Oh, but nice. Only one. You can only have one of those at a time. A hero's path mode, 
which is uh, players now, essentially, it's just something they've added to the map where the last 200 hours worth of your steps are tracked on the map. So I plan on definitely logging in after this update and seeing all the places I haven't been. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, you have no idea. Like, you're like, I think I went down there. When you reveal a piece of the map, you reveal a large piece in the map. So you don't get necessarily, like, a sense of, like, oh, I've definitely been to every corner of XYZ. And there's so much good stuff. They probably don't want people going all those places. Um, this is this is interesting. Their hard mode is essentially all the enemies rank up. Um, and so for people that don't necessarily know what that means, like Bacoblins, which are the sort of main first bad guys that you encounter, they have different colors and different levels of like intensity and tactics and damage that they do. Well, all of those will be like one difficulty layer further. Um, they're all going to get regenerating health. Uh, so if you don't kill them quick enough, uh, they're going to fill right back up on you. Um, they're also going to see you from further away and better be able to detect your sound and the noise you make. And uh, there's going to be giant floating planks like tied to huge balloons in the world where you're going to fight enemies for additional treasure. Um, is, it, um, is, it, um, is it something you're looking forward to? Because I've always uh, heard the fact that people love getting lost into this huge world and being overwhelmed by the amount of things you can do. And I'm just uh, concerned about the, just the, I would say the, the properties of a DLC that would probably be a smaller part of the game getting added. Is it going to give you the same, uh, the same, um, excitement to get back into it and probably finish this piece of dlc and i don't know how many hours that will be yeah. um but usually you want to say like it's going to be a fourth of the actual total playtime of the base game or fourth or fifth or any kind of like small percentage do you think that it's gonna like ruin it and just gonna be like oh that wasn't enough um i this is definitely none of this but there's also one other thing a trial of the sword that is just you know, kind of a horde mode of enemies that you have to defeat. And then the reward is the master sword is perpetually powered up, um, which is quite nice. But to, to your point, Yannick, uh, none of this is the stuff why I loved this game. Um, so it's not necessarily making me go, Oh, I need to go back and recheck out Zelda. I definitely want to see all the places I've been. That's the most compelling thing. Weirdly. Uh, in this uh, DLC to me, but I'm more looking forward to their... I think most people that bought this DLC bought it for Pack 2, which mm-hmm. all they've announced is more shrines, more story. That's what everybody wants, <laughs> I think, it. in this game, right? Like, give me more weird stuff to do in this world, not make all the enemies harder. I also hope I can turn some of this off because if I just go to play Zelda again and all the enemies are harder, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> You're like, uh, damn, I should have waited. <laughs> no. Um, God. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know if this is what people are looking for. There's also, I'm sure, you know, people have seen, like, new uh, masks and outfits and all that. So there's a Tingle outfit. The Tingle outfit might actually be a, a fan favorite where you dress up as the creepy little uh little dude tingle um but yeah i uh i'm happy that it's coming out i'm happy that nintendo is experimenting with weird stuff like this i think for everybody that buys zelda or gets zelda when they get a switch in the holiday season that Mm -hmm. zelda comes with all this stuff probably in like some game of the year edition or maybe they still have to pay for it they're going to get a very cool and different Zelda than I played, but no worse, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Got it. I like it. I think that's good. Also, apparently, someone says climbing mountains naked and getting struck by lightning is the best part of Zelda. Oh. Yeah, we have some interactions in the chat. Oh, what's up, Ghetto chat? Bon. Ghetto Bon joined the chat. Um, do you want my piece of news? I have a short one, and I, uh, I want to tell you that you guys out there, we're going to give you a few lessons of life during this episode. The first one was about... Um, what Sandy talked about, racism and, and sexism. Don't the second do one that. is hydrate. The second one is <laughs> Always hydrate. hydrate. Always, Always hydrate. do it. You know, always have a bottle of water next to you at all time. Mm-hmm. Drink a glass of water every morning to start your day. That helps you cleanse. Nope. Mm. Don't do like grind because that's kind of gross. But um, <laughs> <laughs> it's ASMR. Uh, I'm doing ASMR. Yeah. Um, but I had a, I had a DM. I didn't. I had, I had to read this news twice, but pretty much, someone gave away gave back a um, a, a, a the source code of StarCraft uh, on a CD. A fan gave it back to Blizzard. Um, so apparently, uh, someone had a had found a um, a, a golden CD in i guess somewhere in their ward or somewhere in a flea market and they had um they had it turned back and it was like containing the source code of starcraft and um lucky for them they had the good idea to return it back to blizzard and not instead give it back to like hackers or any malicious companies wow. and this guy that's why i want to relate the news because i'm not i'm not that guy um, you would have kept not, the source I, I, i'm not, i'm no i'm not from um i am not going to blizzcon but he was invited to blizzcon and uh got another employee to hit him up and uh and thank him like personally mm. and um apparently the the disc was at first stolen and so Blizzard was probably on the on the search for it, and um, and the reason why they called was to was to personally invite him to BlizzCon, and he got a whole bunch of uh, of electronic um, devices like peripherals, like the Black Widow Chroma of Overwatch, like the whole the whole set of Overwatch um, Razer uh, soft uh, uh, hardware, like the mouse, the headset. Cool. Uh, the pad under the keyboard and the mouse. Which is some, crazy because the Black some... Widow Chroma now has has been updated. So he got outdated. Oh, an outdated well, keyboard. Return it. Of course. Return yeah. it. But the, the thing that was really cool about this story was that the guy just went on eBay, bought like a buck, a box of stuff, and then there there's the Gold Master. Yeah. And the Gold Master for back in the day because i don't think we have gold masters anymore i don't think that's there, a thing there are some yeah i mean for console games but does it like does it really count because it goes digital like back in the day this is for starcraft one the gold master was like that disc that you use to make all your other copies of that game for sure yeah yeah, so that's I mean, what it, that it was definitely a gold has master. to exist for console games now right because they still make discs but not on eBay. Yeah, I mean, not like this crazy kind of way. So, Ari and I were actually talking about this, and the guy gets a call from the lawyer going, Hey, give us this disc back or else. And he was like, Okay, here you go. And then Blizzard was like, Cool, thanks. Here's all this cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, otherwise. So, it started with the lawyer. 
The reason yeah, why it, it started lawyer. with the lawyer is that he was also streaming himself unboxing the the files on the on the disc and uh, really making sure that it was legit and a lot of people were like you know questioning that and so it was a piece of news that pretty much came to me after this whole thing was unraveled and finished uh but oh man i would have wanted to be here just like scrutinizing the the disc and what's inside of it um but that certainly is not something you see every day especially uh, i don't know how you can have the source code on a cd that sounds like um some old <laughs> james bond stuff like grab the cd it has yeah. it has the source code in it and um I don't know. I guess Blizzard doesn't do it like anybody else. Uh, uh, so uh, I'm sure you guys are ready to call it out, but we've got uh, the Trumu 360 in chat who is asking if we'll interact with you. And, I mean, this is really our second time only streaming, but here it is. This this is your your chance, the Trumu. Do you have a question? Yeah. <laughs> basically basically here this is yeah this is our first try and we have to find a way to properly moderate meaning still recording a show for the people that are listening to us on the subway and if you are we're with you the mm -hmm. subway is going to move soon don't worry um but the 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 other part is for us to kind of try to find a way to slowly and, and and nicely incorporate people on the chat with questions but if you have any relevant question with the topic we, we're talking about we'd be happy to relate it on the show and and share it. For I have a sure. proposal. Yes. What if, in between each of our news, we answer any follow-up from chat before yeah. we go into the next? If there is any follow-up, uh, that's because we get sounds, a bunch of little like mini breaks idea. throughout the show. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is this is great because I have this question too. Uh, the Trumu three sixty says in chat. So what's the deal with you guys? Mm -hmm. uh, That's a good well, question. <laughs> That's a good question. What is the deal? Uh, I'll, I'll make an attempt at answering this. The Trumu, uh, we are, um, maybe I'll just call you Trumu because that sounds, that's smoother for me. Trumu. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> uh, we are I can a tell podcast you, like, and we're. Ghetto we, Bond is actually someone I know. He's in the same room with me. By the way, what it's did you Aria. call this broadcast, Sandy? Because huh? this is episode 60. Pixels Weekly, this is episode 60 of our podcast. We talk about video game stuff. As you can well, I guess we it. found the title of our show. What did, What's the deal with, uh, with us? <laughs> yeah, that's right. This week's episode. So what's the deal with you guys? <laughs> um, um, but right, answer him. It's a good Jack. question. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, well... I don't even remember what we were just talking about because we get so off track. Yannick, is it your about... turn? Yeah, no, I was talking oh, no, about the source, source, source code. code. That's right. We talked about source code. All right. That means, yep. Sandy, you're next. Oh, more esports weirdness. Splorts. Uh, the Kiev Major just ended, and it ended with a weird video about the girls of Kiev. It's, it's, it's really. Kiev. 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 This is know, good Russian time. <laughs> Kiev. Somebody has been I've, watching I've had like, a really bad day of pronouncing things all day. It started with crevice, but that's a story for another time. I was really hoping that live streaming the show was going to mean that I would be doing less editing, but you guys are just not getting on your A game here. Nope. Uh... I also like the Truman's nickname for us. Should be Badass Glasses Gang. I like it. Oh, I appreciate uh, that. That's true. 
But this. Sorry, sorry. Give major. Give major. It ends, and it's just a video of women at the tournament. Well, ladies. And it's that's that's all it is. Of course, because and it's just like really random. Know how to play video games, and they also know how to have beautiful bodies. And. Wait, is it, is the, it like specifically like a sexual thing, or was it just like, look, ladies came? It's meant to be like, hey, women are here too, oh. but it just came off as like creepy, is yeah. in kind of what you had just said. Mainly because and... there's like heavy breathing in the background of the whole thing. Or yeah, like... I can I can hear the heavy breathing of people watching this video 100. percent Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's just weird. I so mean, by the way, if, if 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 Sandy is talking about um, is talking about an event and she's not mentioning the video game, it's gonna be Dota two. You don't have to think about oh, any yes. other kind of game. Yes, yeah, If she's mentioning about a major, it's gonna be Dota two. Uh, Sandy, how much money Dota. have you spent in the international prize pool this year? Not yet. Not anything yet. But I will. <laughs> I always do. You're gonna, but what isn't the whole pack like 40 bucks this year? Uh, I don't know, I haven't looked at the compendium. Yeah, they're at like six million dollars or something. So that's weird. What is like, what do you think of this? Is this, do you want to see more of this kind of video? Less, like, it's just weird. It's just Make it like here are all the fans, not here the lady fans. Let's you get want really to close and zoom in. The lady fans are easier to see. I like them. I'm turning into Borat. I'm realizing this is now a Borat from my wife. <laughs> Who's directing this thing? Like, oh my god, this is yeah. miserable. I remember a lot of times in soccer when you have big events or like whether it's the World Cup or anything, you have sometimes small clips, and it's it's a mix of like um, it's a mix of really people like really dressed up and crazy in costumes and having fun in the crowd and once yeah. in a while one out of three shots will be a woman having fun and everything so it kind of like pleases all crowds but just having this focus on on females for 90 seconds i don't know how i feel about this so... it makes you feel weird it makes you feel dirty afterwards like i watched it when it popped up on my news feed it was like Polygon makes a big deal about nothing. And I was like, all right, let me check it out. I was like, no, Polygon was in their right to mm-hmm. say all this, like, craziness. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a bit... It's it's, uh, And it's not like you see that every time. It's not like they were like, oh, the women in Kiev. Oh, the women in... Uh, what was the other major that you, we talked about recently? There was one in, um, in, in Asia. I forgot exactly. Where was it? Um, the Asian in the Philippines? No, no, no. There was one in China. Okay. There's like majors all the time. But it's not like they come up with a video like this every time. I'm, pr- I'm pressing the, the red button on the this whole topic. We've gone off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> this is not anything anymore. No. Let's talk about something real. Scorpio dev kits. No. We're doing it. Scorpio dev kits. <laughs> Oh my god! Every time I hear someone telling me that I should, you know, why I'm not interested into the Scorpio, I'm like, I'm not. I'm just not. Give me games first. I don't care. Well, here's the thing, man. I I, I agree with you, but they do have games. It's called Xbox One games. Like all Xbox One games work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to see some. I mean, we're not gonna get Scorpio exclusives. 
Like, Phil Spencer specifically said, like, it's all going to run on Xbox One, too. Like, comma, Xbox One, comma, as well. Xbox One, too. Very confusing. Thank you, Microsoft, for all your naming conventions. Um, so, the Xbox Scorpio dev kit comes with a frames per second and memory graph on the front of it. And this is the greatest thing in the world to me. I think if you are... If you're uh, doing, if you're going to buy a premium console, quote unquote, whatever that means, we're going to find out, right? If you're going to spend five, six hundred bucks on a console specifically because it has more power, then don't you want to have a little screen that constantly reminds you what you paid for? It, it seems like that to me is a really smart move. Now, I know it's just a dev kit. It might not make the final retail unit, but Polygon had an article where they were like, I think Microsoft should do this. And guys, I'm going to tell you, I think Microsoft should do this. What do you think? But like, why? Can't you do that with a gaming PC? And okay, isn't having so, a gaming uh, PC better? That's what Ghetto Bond said, and I, I agree with him. Is okay, it, so, wouldn't the gaming PC be a better investment? I... I don't necessarily agree with that. There are just people who do not want to own a gaming PC. I own one begrudgingly. Like, if I could get all the games I wanted to play on a console, I would do that. Because I much prefer a lean-back, on-the-couch, no-steam link, just, like, buy a game. It's an appliance, right? It's a button, play a game. Whereas I have on my PC, I've got Windows, I've got Discord. We were talking about earlier, Yannick had a software conflict with Duet Display. There is yep. just a level of complexity. Like the other day, Yannick had, or was it yesterday? We were on Discord <laughs> together. Yannick, you had to uninstall and reinstall Steam. And that then you tried to point it at your games library and it wasn't recognizing it right away. It just became, I, he literally had to go... I've got stuff to do this weekend. By the way, happy birthdays this past weekend. We haven't talked about that on the show. Well, happy you. birthday. <laughs> hey. <laughs> a um, lot of for around around this. I know. We'll have to we'll have to sing happy birthday at the end of the show. But um Yeah, I, I, I understand like I'm seeing Ghettobon in the chat say people who don't want a gaming PC won't pay five hundred dollars plus for a console. I paid five hundred dollars for an Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, you're and, also a crazy person and have the uh, PlayStation VR. So it makes you very and a PlayStation unique. Pro because I want to get the ladies of Kiev over to my apartment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the truth is, for me, if I can get a Xbox One, that is, you know, I mean, people are like five hundred bucks. That's expensive every three, four years for a console. But people pay eight, nine, a thousand dollars for a phone now every two years like to me this stuff is not that big a deal um and if the scorpio is the beginning of iterative console gaming where you can get the next one or leave it out but it's still gonna play all your games a la steam which is what everybody like totes is like the big thing about pc gaming i always have all my games First of all, no, you don't, because there's, like, Origin and Ubisoft shit, too. Like, <laughs> you don't anymore. Uh, but secondly... And Battle.net. And Battle.net, right? But secondly, now, yeah. 
if I buy this next Scorpio and then another Scorpio comes out the year after, I'll just not get it. Or maybe I will because I do a video game podcast and I've got some cash to burn. And I'll, you know, I'll either skip the next one or I'll get it. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, that. That's my pitch. I, it, it just goes back to, I guess, what I'm saying about this dev kit is show it. If your PlayStation 4 could show you your frames per second constantly on the front, wouldn't you like it? Yeah, I mean, I do that on Overwatch. I put my frame per second on it all the time. Yeah, me too. It's always just up to, on the top Just of to be floor. sure. Just to be sure. Um, to me, it just seems like a early. I don't know if a lot of people would be ready to adopt this kind of a dev kit. Uh, it made me feel like uh, the same thing. There is a couple of new mobile phones that are coming out where you can replace parts and make it evolve according to your needs. Um, if you want to have a better camera, you can add a piece that is a better camera. Um, stuff like that. I don't know. It makes you feel the same way. I'm wondering about the adoption of this. If uh, people would rather still stick to the dev kit, uh, to still stick to the base, I would say base um, configuration, or go a little bit crazier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, get a bond. It says here, long term, Microsoft will be fine. The Xbox is meaningless. It's about Windows and uh, UWP. <clears throat> and I kind of have to like agree. I think it's more of Microsoft selling their ecosystem and going, "Hey, this is the ecosystem for gaming." And not really so much of like, here's this dev kit. It's like, here, you want us to trust with your games. Trust us with your games. And Trumu wants to know, uh, he has to actually question, so what do you think the future of VR games are going to be? Will they get even more advanced in just a few short years? Um, I mean, to me, and tying this back into the Scorpio news, I think that doubles the need for consoles to be updated more frequently with more horsepower. Um, Obviously, VR... I have a PlayStation VR. I've used the Oculus. I've used the Vive. And to me, it's a very interesting space that is lacking some key games. I played Resident Evil 7 almost entirely in VR, and I really liked that experience. Uh, But I think we're kind of in a place now where... VR needs to prove it is more than just shooting galleries and uh, these kind of like one-off, you know, two, three-hour experiences. But yes, that, that might mean that a, a VR game could be sold on, let's, let's say Scorpio does something with Oculus or Microsoft has their own VR solution. If, if Sony or Microsoft sell you a game that's VR and then sell you a console two years later, it better still be able to run that VR game, right? Like, that's the promise of this stuff. And I think that... I agree uh, with Ghettobond. He says that the Universal Windows platform is important, but the double reason why that's important is Microsoft has cross-buy for PC and the Windows Store. And so that means they're going to need a console that can continuously play the games that they're co-releasing on PC. And I think what's interesting is I've got a 970... I think, a 970 uh, GeForce in my gaming PC. And there's a chance the Scorpio is going to look better than it. So I've, had a, I've had a, a discovery this week where I, I realized there was actually a, a World Video Game Hall of Fame. And that every year you would get new inductees. And for this year, um, I was surprised to hear about this news. And I kind of want to keep an eye on it in a few in the following years um, and, and keep an eye on 
who what game are gonna be added to this Hall of Fame. Uh, for example, in 2015, uh, were included uh, Pong, Pac-Man, Super Mario Bros, Tetris, Doom, and World of Warcraft. And in 2016, you had GTA 3, The Legend of Zelda, The Oregon Trail, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Space Invaders. And um, and this year we got um, Donkey Kong. Uh, Halo Combat Evolved, and that's how I got to know about the news from my Twitter feed uh, that Halo was added to the Hall of Fame, and um, and 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 Pokemon Red and Green, yeah, uh, and and Street Fighter 2. Now, sad about Pokemon I Red open and it. Green. It would be blue for me, but fine. Yeah, right. So it was like blue is not <laughs> you're not adding blue to the collection. Like you're just literally taking taking this okay taking yeah. side here um oh, this but place I guess is in rochester also, but i guess new york was, was the blue yeah field trip oh my goodness my girlfriend's from rochester new york yeah I, and they had she uh, didn't tell us yeah she's keeping it so she doesn't yeah she's, very she's just coughing it's all right <laughs> she's just and wheezing sure. get it pokemon damn yeah yes um. anyway <laughs> rochester and, yeah And it, they had a, but maybe it, is it because they just have the uh, what's it called um, uh, the 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 Asian version? What was it? It was called the Monster Training, the pocket the pocket Monster Training, and they they only had the red and green version. Um, oh yeah, the original release was just red and green. Yeah, so that's probably why. And uh, so I love all those games, and I'm happy they're part of this collection for sure. They have to be put on there. What are the games that you want to see? I want to open it up to you guys more to stick around this news because whoever decided this uh, probably had their own reasons. There's no way for us to really discuss it. But who do you think? What game do you think are missing in your opinion? If you had to think about a, if you had to think about the Hall of Fame of, of video games. Um, You have Pong, Pac-Man, Super Mario Bros., Tetris, Doom, World of Warcraft, GTA 3, uh, The Legend of Zelda, The Oregon Trail, The Sims, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Invaders, and then the last four of this year nominees, uh, Inductees, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong, Halo, uh, Pokemon Red and Green, and Street Fighter 2. These are all very good. They're very good, but I have, a, I mean, if you open the, the article, you would have some inspirations as to... Um, we had actually final finalist, uh, finalist, 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 finalist in the um, for this year, uh, which were didn't end up being inductees. Um, and uh, I was wondering, I was wondering if you guys could, could guess without opening the article that I have in front of me uh, of people that were that they tried to add this year but didn't get in. Yeah, I didn't get. Voted I'm just for. gonna say that. I'm trying to think of in my head who is not on that list, but is like an automatic for me an automatic shoe in. The the, the, um, the Trumon chat game. is the Trumon chat is mentioning Ocarina of Time. I I I do agree. Um, however, there's way like the Legend of Zelda is the franchise like of Zelda. Um, so you can think uh, about franchise so of video games that are get in. yeah a whole franchise. It's, uh, and, and I say this, and then you see GTA 3 and Street Fighter 2, but GTA 3 in itself is feels almost like a new franchise because it was such a breakthrough from the GTA 1 and GTA 2 um, that I guess they started 
they inducted GTA 3 instead of just GTA as a franchise. Interesting. So those others, like, that's not, they're not specifically talking about The Legend of Zelda, the original Nintendo game. They're talking about all of The Legend of Zelda. No, I, I think it's, it's specific games because it's, specific it's, games. it's Donkey Kong, Halo Combat Evolved, and Pokemon yeah. Red and Green and Street Fighter 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I think but you have, for example, in the fi- uh, finalist, you had, of course, Tom Ryder uh, that was part of the finalist. Mm. Um, yeah, but is that had... Tomb Raider 27, like 2000's so Tomb Raider or like, say, like original Tomb Raider? It's probably the first one because then you have Final Fantasy VII that didn't make the cut, um, although probably by a short, a short, a short one. Um, I know many people that feel like Final Fantasy VI is better than seven, and I oh, know that's some probably people why. who are wrong think ten is better than seven. <laughs> and that's probably why there's such a disparity. There's such a you know, there's such a disagreement here on the franchise that probably Final Fantasy didn't make it. Um, Mortal Kombat, Resident Evil, or other other titles that we could add in there. Ooh. Surprisingly, uh, not a lot of us would 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 think about this one, but it's probably a game that we've all played and one of the first games that we've played. Microsoft Windows Solitaire. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I I think these yeah. are games that have some you kind know. of cultural significance. Yeah, yeah, in one That's... way or the other. So yeah. I think all these games like Donkey Kong in the terms of like the arcade scene was really huge it's got movies made from about it and gamers and it's, it's, it had a whole scene halo halo is why we play first person shooters kind of the way we do where it's like team base and halo kind of led to overwatch in yeah. like Ghetto a weird crazy way half-life is missing like yeah half-life is not on there yeah half-life is not on there uh but it definitely makes me want to do a trip to uh to rochester we're not that far yeah so it's at the Strong um, Museum of Play. If you're in the area, feel free to go check it out. And they have a nice display of uh, some uh, some posters, some, uh, you know, so, for example, for Pokemon, they have some cards and they have some, they're probably going to have a nice uh, a nice display of, of the game art and the game uh, culture and all the toys around it and stuff like that. Selfishly, I know many people would pick other entries from the series, but Mega Man X would be mine. Mm. I would try mm-hmm. and get Mega Man X on there ASAP as well as Resident Evil 4. Oh. Love you, Leon. <laughs> Love you, bud. Leon. <laughs> Pour Look one out for Leon. Guy. Wait, on the mic? No. Um, so that's... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, we could go on and on. Yeah. I see, I see our Twitch, our Twitch chat going on and on about a lot of them, and I'm sure this is just the beginning. I feel like they're trying to keep that curated. Um, yeah, it seems curated like list I mean, every to me year that and... they're just like just started, so they're trying to play catch up with a bunch of existing yeah. things, get yeah. those in before they like start in on more modern things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's hit it. I think this kind of reminded reminded me of the Art of Video Games exhibit that the Smithsonian had. Mm. And it's kind of like video games over time. And you had the Pac-Man and the Tetris. And it kind of led to what you have now with Uncharted and Bioshock and things like that. So uh, this list came out of nowhere. But we can go to Rochester and figure it out. And we'll straighten it out for them. Um, okay, let's do our final round of news for the week, and then we'll get out of here. First, I have to bring it up. This week, Darksiders 3 officially leaked 
then announced. <laughs> um, have you guys played Darksiders 1 or 2? It's basically I have not. So I have I have humble. I have looked up I have looked up a lot of news about Darksiders 3 like you said because of the leak and because of the the official announcement, but I have to say I haven't heard or seen a lot about this game before. Uh, can you give us a little bit of a history on the franchise? Sure. Well, I mean, the reason why you haven't seen a lot of it before is the first one was kind of... Uh, it was by THQ before THQ. Well, THQ was kind of on the downslope. Eventually, THQ dissolved, was bought by something called Nordic Games that attached THQ to its name after they bought them. And there's a lot of studio drama around this. But the first one was... Um, Maybe I'm coining a term here, a Zelda-like, mm -hmm. <laughs> which was a PlayStation and Xbox game that felt a lot like Zelda. You're going through dungeons, you're progressing through a linear story, and you were playing as one of the four uh, fictional horsemen of the apocalypse. They don't actually map to the exact horsemen of the apocalypse, but you were playing as war um, on the Zelda-like an adventure. And then the second game came out, which I played a, a lot of, even though it felt like I didn't get very far, that started doing things like Destiny Diablo-style loot, where you could actually pick up weapons and armor, and it was upgrades or downgrades and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so it was that sort of linear story quest with the gear. Um, and then the studio was shut down, and all they released was like remasters of these two games, and we basically thought the franchise was dead. Till mm -hmm. this past week, Amazon leaked. Then IGN uh, reported, uh, officially, <laughs> from the company, Darksiders 3 announced, announced with uh, a new protagonist, Fury, um, who I'm going to put some questions to you guys about in a second. New Horseman of the Apocalypse, uh, Darksiders is back. They showed some gameplay. It looks very much in progress, I hope, because it doesn't look super, super smooth yet. It seems like it's got some work to do. Um, but a lot of new details this week, and I wanted to do two things for you guys. We've got a female protagonist mm -hmm. now, and the female protagonist is named Fury. <laughs> for his first question is, she has a whip. I want to play a whip. I've never played enough whip in video games. <laughs> I know, but I was just going to say, <laughs> the Wonder whip is Woman never relevant. also has a whip. Is it just like the whip, the de facto girl weapon that we give girls? Uh, Indiana Jones has a whip. I don't understand. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right, that's fair. And I want, in Dark Souls, I was using a whip. I wish it was better. I was like, damn, it looks really <laughs> cool, but it's totally relevant. I'm rather to slash people with my two-handed sword. Um, no, definitely. I looked at the alpha, the very early release gameplay video, and uh, and it looked really cool. You can do some really nice moves with it, and um, and even this video trailer. Have you seen it where she literally just cuts someone's head off with the yeah. whip because the Dark whip has cool. teeth like on it? Grown ups. Yeah, teeth <laughs> it's on like it Zelda was... for grown ups. Yeah, you mean it's uh. violent. Yeah, it, well, it turns out that Zelda is Zelda for grown-ups that we just learned this past March, right? <laughs> um, okay, so my second question is, we have a female protagonist, and she's a redhead. Are all strong video game females, do they have to be redheads? Oh, yeah. Only them. <laughs> it just seems like a red... A, first of all, redhead statistical minority, right? For females. 
but we never seem to get the like badass brunette or the maybe what about bayonetta okay mm-hmm. keep going laura croft tomb raider oh okay now it's starting to prove me wrong keep going <laughs> chun lee Chun-Li is not the star of her franchise. I know, she's not, but she's pretty badass. But she's the star so, of the female, like... Princess Peach is a blonde. Uh, I see that from chat. She's the first uh, one who you will think about, and when you think about Street Fighter, though. Um, it was only yeah, you the, think like, Ryu, Rosalina rolled Chun-Li. up a couple Mario games ago going, What up? Redheads exist, too. Um, I would have I more know. said, I would have more said, like, oh, we don't have enough, like, protagonists, like, blonde protagonists. That's true. That's true. I guess there's just like I get like part part of this just goes to maybe like medieval fantasy sort of settings. It just always seems like a redhead is the thing that is like cast for the like interesting female. Yeah, get get them on in the you chat. Know, in Game saying, of Thrones, Samus from Metroid, but she Mary has her Sandra. helmet on the whole time, so she might as well she might as well be a dude, honestly. It's just speechless. Yeah, she, she could be she could be whatever. She could be whoever you want, like Master Chief, except Master Chief now kind of has a storyline. It's kinda of confusing. Anyway. The point is Maybe the hair's supposed to be like fire, because you know, war and oh, stuff. Like fury, yeah. I just wanna see uh, I don't know why, but Also it's, it's like a crazy like magenta. But it's she has like a weird, a weird, a weird color, and also like her looks like her hair style is really just like full of spray because it's it like it has a weird hair movement. When you see her in combat, the hair only go one direction, and they don't completely have the gravity. Don't have the same effect on yeah, on her than it does bad. on on her hair. Uh, it's weird. But yeah, yeah. It, I will say that she. She, at least from a, a perspective of how she does seem to be mostly clothed, which is a slight improvement for video games. Uh, and she does seem to be a legitimate badass in her own right. Um, doesn't seem to need assistance or anything from anybody else to be sort of the character that she is or define herself through somebody else. But um, that'll all play out. But in in that weird sort of way... Uh, video games sometimes feel to me like they're trying to, um, like, reach a little bit too hard in the, isn't this female badass, where, like, they don't always try and do that with male characters in a way that they, they're just like, it's it's just a guy. It's just this guy. You know? Like, the yeah, guy in Prey. Like, the guy in Prey doesn't seem to be anything special. It's just a guy. It's just yeah. a guy who's Asian, Indian. He's He's not white. Da, da, da. Even for the, have you? So it could be you, interracial. Chose, we don't know. You, you've chose the game, but in Prey, it's important to say that you can play a female character if you want mm-hmm. to. Yeah, and I like that. The, like they refer to you by Morgan, like could be a guy, could be a girl. <laughs> it's like yeah. they yeah. didn't want to write two know. things. Come on, Morgan, get motivated. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it sounds like from the from the Twitch chat, uh, Ryan, is that next time you come up with a news like this, you better have some uh, yeah. you better have some arguments because we're gonna have some diehard fans Pac-Man that are gonna come up. Count. I'm not gonna give you They're that. gonna come yeah, up but with names. Shell is a brunette. Sh- who's who's Shell? Shell? Okay, nobody knows who Shell is yeah, from Portal. From Portal, all right. The oh, silent sorry. protagonist. Walking yeah, out don't know what that is. That's that's I, BS. I can't. I can't. The uh. entire Overwatch cast is one single game. It's a more modern <laughs> example. <laughs> no, 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 chat. 
Unacceptable, chat. <laughs> and besides, chat hasn't Chad's figured out yet that sometimes chat. I say purposely inflammatory things. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you have to repa- respect Ryan's feeling. He has seen a lot of red hair yeah. recently, and we That's have right. to. Oh yeah, Kerrigan is a redhead. I was looking at the Kiev major. <laughs> I wanted to see and more red hairs And the women's I like red hair women's um, <laughs> This is an, this is an No, you just got weird I like The evening whenever. recording has an effect on us I want to play PC RTS With it <laughs> <laughs> Alright uh, Another <laughs> show we do it? Another way, another show that we ended well Yes, as hey, all, as always. Before we get out of here this week, man, happy birthday to our 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 co-host here, Yannick. Thank you. Yay! Guys. Happy is. birthday. How old are you now? Another another year. Wish me another year of great success in video game and uh, and better better than twenty six year better than this twenty sixth. I'm twenty seven now. You're two two seven. Two seven, which is they, actually they still the youngest person on the show. We won't mention our. It age. feels the same. Yeah, it, it might change soon. Who knows? <laughs> How's that going to change? Past us? <laughs> I might be able to catch up. <laughs> oh man! He's you like... know, speaking of someone aging past someone else, this is really terrible. But so so uh, just cut to terrible. Have you guys ever seen Hugh Jackman's wife? No. No. All right. Go go Google while you're doing this, listeners at home. If you have your phone with you, just look up Hugh Jackman's wife and tell me that this is who you were expecting Hugh Jackman to be married to. And I will say you're lying to me unless you already knew who it was. (laughs) You could also look at uh, our new French president's wife and um, for the gossip uh, when she when he started dating her, she was her teacher. Uh, oh yeah, that's oh that's right. I remember oh, yeah. that. Be, um, but anyway, you get what's funny is if you just Google Hugh Jackman wife, and you scroll through the pictures, what you will find is you'll find some really old pictures of when they were like first married, and they're the same age. And now you look it's at she's sixty one. Well, I mean, they and he's forty eight. Right, they looked the same age at one point. Now, okay. when you okay. see them. She looks a hundred years older than him. <laughs> she, She's not like a hundred years older than him. She looks fifty six hundred years older than him. Well, it's the Botox. It, 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 you know, it, it looks like it makes you look younger, but it actually hides some kind of like advanced elderness that they're trying to hide. I I agree with Ghettoman in the chat. Hugh Jackman is a babe, and Hugh Jackman. Got even more respect when I saw Logan. I was just like, clearly, this guy was one of the best casting decisions ever made for a a superhero. He's Um, a machine. Yeah, he's. I don't know. I think maybe he's the prize, and she's the top dog. Maybe it's that. You know. I think maybe they're in an open relationship. Well, let's not get into that, okay? <laughs> anyway, uh, this is to say, um, I hope many he- happy and healthy years still in your life, Yannick, because Thank you. Uh, we love you. Thank we like you. having your And to another, year, uh, to another year with Pixels Weekly, of course. I know, 60, this is our 60th episode. Pretty crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we stopped counting almost. I know. <laughs> I didn't stop counting. I'm going <laughs> to publish the show every week. Um, all right. Well, that does it. 
for us this week, doesn't it? It does. It does. And you oh. can follow us on all the socials at Pixels Weekly on Instagram, at pixelsweekly.com on the internet, and, and at you Pixels can get Cast every single. Oh, I talked over you. And you can get every single episode <laughs> for free at pixelsweekly.com. Hey, thanks to. Uh, thanks to our friends in chat. Thank you, Ghetto Bond. Thank you, Trumu, uh, for coming in. And uh, let's uh, let's call it, guys. You ready to do this? Until next time. Adios. Au revoir. And we'll see you next week when we figure out how to insert music. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>